Hello, and welcome to Wine Rants and Silver Thoughts. I am your host, Pandora Bloom, um, coming at you on a very interesting Sunday. I'm here with Nori. He is a rapper, rap, not raptress, rap, rapper and um, amazing artist and incredible person. Introduce yourself, Nori. Uh, yo, what's up? My name is Nori. I'm away from Virginia. Gotcha. Yes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your cup of wine, your blunt, or whatever it is you have right now. So, Nori, um, when did you start rapping? I started rapping when I was 16 years old. When you were 16? I was 16 in high school. 10th grade. Mm-hmm. started rapping. Okay. Um, who influenced you to start rapping? Um, 50 Cent. 50 Cent? Yeah. Which song was it that stood out to you from him? That... It was the album, Get Rich and Die Trying. Okay. What was your favorite song on that All album? of them. All of them? Yeah, no particular song. track in general? No. Okay. Um, let's see. Who now in mainstream media has caught your attention in the rap industry? Um, J. Cole. J. Cole? Um, Why? Why? Because of what he's doing. The message he's trying to send out to, to people. Are you trying to do the same thing? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah. Mm, okay, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, a little later. Um, let's see. Hmm. Where was the, what was the first time, or where was the first, I'm sorry, I still got wine in my system. Where was the first time you had, like, an actual performance, where you went out and you just, like, rapped and did things or whatever? First time. What did you just say, the first time? The first time you've ever, like, did it, like, publicly. The first time, it was Richmond, Virginia. I forgot the name of the I was what, 16, first, first show I did, and 16, it was open mic. I was nervous. You were nervous? Yeah. You were really soft-spoken, I can tell. I am, but you, you, laid back. Very laid back. Yeah. You're not like most um, rap dudes who come in with like a bunch of chains and like they flaunt that with like, no. yeah, because their they're rap game yeah, is it's like. So speaking of material shit, um, what is one thing that you, what's one thing that you, um, like and one thing that you despise about the rap industry now? What's one thing I dislike? Yes. Um, no hip hop artists not keeping it real with themselves. What do you mean by that? You have to break it down for the people out there because they don't know what that means. Um, I mean, it's like before you even before before you even become mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like they like they say, and then I say that just the rapper just keeping it real, just like talking about talking about how he got this and this and that. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you like. About do you like anything at all about <laughs> what's going on with the hip hop rap um, 
genre these days or the, the generation of it? You, is there anything that you like at all? Young, young, young boys making money. That's the whole thing. You can't knock them for that. They hustling that shit, bro. Okay, so what particular topics do you speak about in your rap, in your music? Topics? I talk about a whole lot of topics, like just real life topics. It's, it's how people is really living out you instead of just living like a lie. Okay, so you have to elaborate on that too because, again, there are people out here who um, see things like, for example... They don't see that their life, that they're living, is a lie. They see it as the truth, even though in reality, we all know that they're living a lie. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, try to dig deeper with that. I'm here to pick your brain, sir. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Take your time. I mean, by people picking, living a lie, saying you gotta, you gotta be this, you gotta be this way, or live this type of way. Like, let's say, let's say, all right. I shop at a, a Goodwill. Yeah. I just shop at a Goodwill. You shop at a high price. Mm-hmm. We get the same shirt. I know what I mean by living a lot. Yeah. Just. So big. So big. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm trying to see how can I put it. Mm-hmm. You need help, like, breaking it down, what you mean. Basically, um, what you're saying. So I can buy the same shirt that you have and just because it's bought from a different store, like you bought it from Goodwill, like you said, and I bought mine from, let's say, like JCPenney's or um, American yeah, basically. Eagle. Yeah, and yeah. I would probably get picked on, though, mm-hmm. just because I went to the Goodwill and got my shirt. You see what I'm saying? That's what I mean by like living a lot. Okay, so you're basically making music for the kids who are um not I don't want to say of the norm or not in the in society standpoint um like everybody else like they're the outcasts or they're the specials I mean, the star making music for everybody okay and if you catch on to it you catch on to it even if it takes you six times to listen to the music you see what I'm saying I mean music for everybody yeah, basically Okay. For grown folks, kids, my age. So how would you how would you now define yourself as an artist? Um, like what you mean? Like what? How would you define yourself? Like the, let's say for example, um, now we have we have the Migos, yeah. <laughs> and we have the J Coles, and mm-hmm. we have when it comes to female artists, we have the Rennie Ruchies, we have. The Nicki Minaj's, we have the, um, God, I can't really think of a lot of rap artists that are females that are actually like J. Cole. Um, but yeah, we have <laughs> the J. Cole, I'm just looking at him to his fingers, I'm sorry. The J. Cole's, like, how would you, what category would you, would you put yourself in? I put myself in J. Cole. Okay. J. Cole category. A lot of people compare me like the Fab. I put with them, like the Fab with the J. Cole and all that. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna st- 
start. We're gonna start with the the stereotypes thing. Um, what general? What, just what general stereotypes do you face as rapper, as a rapper, and then just stem off of whatever else you come up with in your head? It's, it's been a, it's, it's me not thinking of a whole of this type of person. Like, think I got a lot of females, but they, they, that was with any rapper though. Any rapper? Yeah, any rapper. So what would you say to the guys who are hoes that are rappers that have dated a, a let's say, for example, dated a woman like me, and they were hoes and they were rappers, and then I meet you, and then I think you're a hoe and a rapper, a hoe rapper, a, 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 a what is the like, term? Like, because of what you've been through, yeah. you say, I'm a, I'm a hoe because I'm a rapper. I, I mean, me, I wouldn't say that because... I'm just, I know, but I'm yeah. saying, like, in general, though. What would you say to women who think that rappers are hoes because their ex-boyfriends that were rappers were hoes? We can't judge any, can't judge everybody. Yeah, just meet the person first before you even uh, call that nigga a hoe. That's like what a female, like us, what a, you see a female, like, oh, shit, I'm a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't get, we don't even know. They say she a hoe. She'll probably be a down ass chick. That stems back to what Beyonce said in one of her songs. Because yeah. you, you see more rappers, you see more rappers married than singers. You do. You really do. Now that I think about it. Um, so you think about that one. So um, that stems to the question, your relationships, your past relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the most recent one you got out of? How was that? And how did that reflect in um, your rap career? Um, if you need me to break that down again, I will. I can remember that. I affected my rap career. Alright, so basically, um, how did your past relationship, your recent one yeah. that you get, got out of, how did that affect your career as a rapper? It really didn't affect it. It just made me open my eyes and be wise. That, that most girls isn't down for you. They just down because you're chasing a, a, a rap career. Because, you know, some people like, only want to make it. Down chicken, like yo, I'm here with you, chasing with you. So I'm saying, so I affected me just because of that. But I mean, I had to bring a word just because she wasn't but believing she in my genes, in my dreams. So, what she wasn't supportive at all. Nah. So was she? What was she trying to do? You been working on five and shit. Mm. So. How how long did that relationship even last? Two months. Two months. How long have you had like since you have become a rapper, um, and you have have you tried to pursue any other other relationships since you've? Yeah, but even before you said my recent, but even before I've been with a girl for a year, same same situation, but a situation where like. She so so care about the material shit. Mm. But she don't see me happy. But she, but she think. So, so far it's material shit that, that that got us broken up. But you knew her for some time before that happened. Yeah. Okay. I know her since I was young. That's interesting. Um. Have you ever written a song about uh, somebody? A woman in general. Yeah, I write a song. Yeah, 
like just like and she knows that it's about her like for example um somebody naming name dropping like a motherfucker no <laughs> if, I, if i write something about a female i would want everybody like from a female you feel it i want him to feel it like if he had that problem with a female i'm like oh i'm writing it from a from a therapist like okay he probably went through this situation so it would make him want to listen to that song instead of me just name dropping. So, can we know the name of this song that she wrote about this certain woman, or did you write more than one song no, about this woman? I haven't put nothing out. You you didn't put it out, so it's just like not on the it's it's just on the um the list of songs that have not been released. Something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's just you know just how I felt just. Throw it in the trash. You threw it in the trash? I'm not saying literally throw it in the trash, but it's just something how I felt. I felt like it was right. You know? You I don't just put it out. Do you still talk to just move on. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, do you still talk, talk to said um, women, females, ladies? What you mean? Like, do you still talk to them? Like, even with. Because I know you probably. Did you guys have like a friendship before? Nah. Oh, okay. So all that shit is based off emotions. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. All right. Well, um, you got any questions? <laughs> oh, that ends the relationship portion of that. All right. <laughs> all right so, society and norms. Sorry, we kind of like. We kind of like had a brief moment because we we're talking about it, but um, I was I was me and what is your name again? Jamari. Me and Jamari come over here. Come over here because you're not gonna just stand here and stare. This is Jamari. He's a stylist. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Jamari. Nice to meet everybody. And then you have Nori. They're friends. Sh- I have a pair of those. Shaboy Nori. Yes. Gotcha. And we are talking about society and its norms when it comes to rappers. Now, back then, um, during like the I 90s. I even tell the folks on my Instagram, though. Even if you do that at the end, you don't oh, do that right oh, now. Oh, We're wow. not ending the segment yet. I introduced myself first and at the end. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you're good. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> so society and its norms. Back then, when it came to uh, when it came to rap, um, it, we were all about the poet rappers. It was Common. It was uh, Tupac. It was Biggie. It was Andre 3000. It was the, the rappers who had flow. The rappers who. Um, wrote down their lyrics or they just thought of their lyrics in their head and there were those feelings attached and it was actual um, there were things that we could relate to that didn't just consist of mumbling and jewelry and chains now we have Kodak Black we have 69 we have the mumble rappers you're not a mumble rapper (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um with that, I'm asking, the reason why I'm at me, well, Jamari asks about society and its norms. These are really good questions. He also asks about the previous questions. The reason we ask about these things is because we feel as though, um, I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty sure he's probably on the same page. Um, you're going to be placed in a situation where one day you may have to become a part of society and its norms. Because if you notice, um, a, uh, 
What? Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm gonna just say this last piece and let you talk. But um, if you notice, like, a lot of rappers, like, for example, Snoop Dogg, I can't remember, I think it was about two years ago, he was in an interview, and somebody played a beat for him, and it went, and then Snoop was like, what the fuck is this? I'm not fucking doing that shit. So, like, he was placed in that situation, and he just all together was like, fuck that, I'm gonna do gospel rap, and that's what he did. So, like, what would you do? Like, okay, so first and foremost, I'm gonna ask you, what do you feel about that in general? But the, um, the, 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 yeah, the, 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 that shit. Well, how do you feel about, like, um, all that? Me, it's just fucking stupid, man. Like what, what, what you what you what you what you listening like? You can't even hear what they saying, really. but niggas just rock with the beat. No, I don't really like the like the, the hip hop artists, but me, I can get on any beat from from old school to new school and kill everybody on their own shit. So even when you're able to kill it though, mm-hmm. if you are faced with that. Yeah. If you are faced with, let's say, for example, if you get in the studio with somebody who like, yo, I want to sign you, I want to do this, that, and the third, you yeah. know, and they talk a good game, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, cool, and then you sit down in the studio and they play this beat, and they say you have to do this because if you don't, then you fuck, fuck you. Mm-hmm. How would you? What would you do at that point? Like, there's a billion-dollar contract behind this. Like, yeah. they have a whole tour and everything set up for you. Everything. They offer you billions, and... If them niggas offer me billions, <laughs> I tell them, fuck they self. Because <laughs> if I'm worth them, if they give me billion dollars, I must be worth a trillion, goddamn. Yeah. But anyway, if I was in that situation, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, anybody in a situation, something like that, just, um, if I feel like you're killing B, kill it. Depends on your situation. So stay true to yourself, basically. Yeah, basically stay true to yourself. Like I just said, if a nigga offers a billion dollars, you must be worth a trillion. Yeah. Fuck society. Fuck it. Nobody give a fuck out of shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jamari. He's gonna be asking a few questions as well because he, he's really good at it. Um. So, do you feel as though uh, your upbringing, like your personal upbringing, how you grew up, how you were raised, does that come into play or any type of factor when you make specific songs and topics that you talk about? You know, like yeah. you have personal stuff like that you've. Every song I make is. I'm, I was up I'm just talking about an average nigga that's from the, the, the ghetto, you know, that's been around all the, all, everything, like the streets, niggas saying niggas get shots, and just saying niggas sniffing cool, saying dope, all that shit, so I, I put everything in my music, because I know I'm not the only one that's, that's going through it, mm-hmm. you know? So what do you feel about rappers who you may feel as though don't have a message to portray in their music. You feel as though that all they talk about are the same shit that everybody else talks about. The money, the cars, the jewelry. I feel that way. Everybody talk about the same shit. But you know, at the end of the day, them niggas is hustling. I'm getting money. Yeah. 
Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. I feel like, in a way, it's kind of like a generational thing. It's definitely because, a generational Like she thing. said earlier, you know, a lot of we, people... We so, my bad, we so focused on material shit. Yeah. So it's definitely a generation thing. It, go, it just keep going down. Man, keep putting in the songs, you know. People keep talking about the jewelry. People keep talking about the cars, the, the houses, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But in reality, none of that shit matter. Right. I mean, you know, people who are older, who grew up in a different day and age that we did, I feel as though they focus on things such as the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, the message that's being portrayed in the music. Yeah. Um, covering like serious issues mm-hmm. you know that's going on in today's society I yeah. mean look at NWA mm-hmm. you know all their music was like driven felt. on yeah. things that they were going through issues that were that was happening you know where they were mm-hmm. from nowadays it's excuse my French but yeah, you know how many mean. how many hoes you smashing <laughs> yeah. how many cars you got how much jury you got, how much money you making, it's making it rain shit. at the strip club, material things, so. Yeah. Um, so as far as trust, you know, in regards to record labels, because I've seen a lot of interviews where certain rappers have made it clear that they would rather stay the independent route because they feel as though record labels tend to fuck them, fuck them over. Mm-hmm. One, two, build an image that the record label wants instead of what the actual artist wants. Mm-hmm. Takes them in a specific lane that they'd rather not be driven. Yeah. So how do you feel? What's your whole take on record labels in general and an instance where you feel as though artists, you know, maybe put too much trust in the record labels with their with their music career. Yeah. I, mean, I think most every artist put trust in the record label because they, they got the money to put you everywhere. Mm-hmm. They've been independent. You know? Yeah. You really don't have the money when you're independent. But it's all in you being consistent, though. But me, my trust in the record label. Do you I feel gotta, like? Do you feel like with the independent route, the success, even though the success is, it comes slower. It's it's slower and yeah. it's much more time and work to be put in. Yeah, it's a lot more work to be put in. And with the record label standpoint, you know, despite them having the money that they put behind you, you know, with. You know, albums, mm-hmm. visuals, press runs. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, there, there are other artists that are just as hungry, yeah. and you know, they're they're always looking for the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in some cases, you know, when the next big thing comes along, you're kind of put on the back burner, mm-hmm. and man, like it's all dependent. Yeah, you, you gotta stay working. Right. It's stay up with that nigga big thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like adapting. Like it's, trends. You, know, you, gotta I mean, stay, you gotta stay up with that person. Right. But the next big thing. 
to, to, to keep your name ringing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you guys stay ringing. Now it depends on you. Yeah. That's what anything. Yeah, it's true. So. Thank you, Jamari, for those questions and asking them when I didn't feel like talking anymore. <laughs> um, all right, so now we're going to talk about Ninth Street. I know that yeah. is like your most recent project. Um, first album? Yes. What inspired you to create that? What inspired me? Inspired you, yes. Um, um, I, like I said, I've been rapping since I was 16. Um, my mom's moved to Atlanta. That's the, the, the 2012. I came, I came back from Atlanta, and in 2016, mm-hmm. 16, I came back. You know, my grandma living on 9th Street. You know, that's when I really said I was gonna, gonna portray, just stay focused on my music career. You know, check, really chase my dream. So me putting the album together was just because of that. Plus, it was on Main Street where I first got my, my music equipment. And really, so I was going to chase my dream. Like I said. So Ninth Street was inspired by the street, Ninth Street, and also you um, picking up on your dreams and going with it. Yeah. What is your favorite track on the album? EP, I will not eat album. I don't like to use the word album. They don't call them albums it's anymore. Album. They don't, they don't call albums anymore, but they're albums. It's an album. They're albums. I'm going to shut this door. You can say what you have to say. I'm listening. You just want to say something. No, I already said it. What? What was your favorite track on it? Oh. Yes. My favorite track. Yes. Does it have more than one that is good? I'm going to say something. My favorite track is one through 11. One through 11. Most of the whole album. <laughs> okay. Um, what, uh, bear with me. What is that on the wall? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, mm, what is the meaning and message behind Ninth Street? Behind Ninth Street is, like I said before, is how I grew up in things that I was around, mm-hmm. you know, and that was that really the me and how basically how I grew up and what, what people is, is afraid to talk about. Me, I, I, I talk about my struggle, like what I've been through, like what I've really been through, you know? And what I've seen growing up and everything. So, um, with that being said, what, what would you tell a young a five-year-old let's say you have like a five-year-old little boy comes up to you and say i i want to be a rapper um what would you tell him to motivate him or what would you tell him in general like just to let him know that his dream is not dead because there are a lot of people out here who have dreams of being like let's say something that is not of the norm like if they don't want to be um like me for example i did not go to college i don't like school (laughs) let's say he says i don't want to go to college um, or I don't want to finish high school, or I just want to drop out of school and just become a rapper, but I still want to be a rapper. What would you tell him? I would tell him exactly to stay in school. You would tell him to stay in school? Stay what in else school. would you tell him? Because um, 
as I stated previously, like in a previous you know podcast, I work with kids yeah. and you can tell them to stay in school, but you really gotta like tell them why motivate to stay in school, them. stay in school because you for you you really don't know because it don't it don't take your I'll tell them your music it don't take your music to get you think you will, it will blow up off your music no don't drop out of school you don't fuck them. that's why I would definitely tell them stay in school read books do something because don't, don't like I said don't don't I would tell them don't go off of that material and, and jewelry whatever you want to be in the music thing for if you really want to make music. And, and stay true to yourself. I'm telling you, stay in school. And when, whatever you want to do other than music, other than like having have music or play A, make something, have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Or have, have your plan B, your plan A, and you, you can, so you can invest in your music. Okay. Um, how long did it take for you to create this album? <laughs> Took me. How long did it take me to make the album? Probably a month. It took you a month. A month or two. It would take people like years to create an album. So you just sat down and you just like. I sat down. I bought my music equipment. Sat down in my room. Just went to work. I know how I did. That's about it. You did everything yourself. You didn't have any help. What you mean? Like, did you did you um, create the beat yourself? Did you piece the songs together yourself? This, yeah, um, um, everything. Everything I, I wrote, I made all my songs, piece of songs together. The beats, you know, I reach out to producers. Okay. That's what I mean. So he writes all of his music. <laughs> That's very fun. Um, you know, good at screaming, by the way. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't down anybody who don't write their music, but it is very, uh, it is very rare to find people who do. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, um, we just don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. People that don't, don't write their music. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm, working, I'm working on a. Uh, I'm finna drop my third mixtape. It's on the intro three. It's coming soon. Coming soon. Say yeah. that louder so they can hear you. It's only intro three coming soon. Coming soon. Interesting. Topic. Make sure y'all look out for the next album after that. You really just autographed a piece of paper with night. Okay. <laughs> Name Street. <laughs> yeah. That's where it all started at. Whole lot of shit. few more questions um are there any celebs like rappers in general 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 sorry that you would love to meet like absolutely like be like oh my god i just want to or i'm like (laughs) (laughs) no really not even not even j cole let me see if Tupac yeah. were still alive, would you want to meet him? Yeah, of course. I would want to meet 50. 50 Cent? Yeah, 50. Yeah. I want to meet 50 J. Cole. So who, if you were... Fabulous. He in some shit right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what's funny? You kind of ra- remind me of him. Um, not not J. Cole. Or, well, you remind me of J. Cole personality-wise, but like fabulous, like physically. Um, 
I just told you I said period, period. Huh? That's what I said. You said what? That's who Kendrick Perry is. Fab. Yeah, he was. He's a good rapper, even though he's in some shit right now. He's in a lot of shit. Um. So, how do you feel about the passing of Nipsey? How I feel about that? Yes. It touched me. Yeah. It really touched me. Like I, like I tell people, crazy thing is, I wasn't even a fan of him. Yeah. You know, at first, to my manager put me on him. Like, two months ago, I followed him on Instagram to see what he was doing. You know. He was a good man. And then, um, this. I'm sure he was. He really was. Um, I didn't really follow him neither, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, I've seen that he'd done great things. And like, it's crazy because um, this goes back to the Facebook post that I tagged you in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember that, but like, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I've literally it said that um, there are people. What did it say? It said something about if there are people out here in the black community. Yeah, it's go ahead and look that up for me. It's a Nipsey Hussle in your own city that you don't support. Yeah, exactly. And you're one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's funny. When I tagged you, like, those girls didn't say anything. And yeah. I'm like, yo, like, y'all don't, y'all don't fucking support these Nipsey's because you look right past them. Because yeah, you claim that you're so black, pro-black, pro-this, pro-that. No, bitch. Mm. You follow the people that you want to fucking follow that look like they have Just a, trend, a platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck you do. You don't exactly, and it's sad. Like, and and all in all, like, I have the utmost respect for you, and you're you're doing what you do. And like, if there is somebody can compare to him right now, it's you. Because to be honest, like, there is not. I haven't met one rapper out here um, within my 25 and a half years of living who really is about that life, like mm-hmm. actually speaking the truth. Because a lot of rappers that I meet are talking about God knows what the fuck. Yeah. And I've dated like three or four of them and we're not going to get into that, but fuck that <laughs> shit. Um, on to the next question. Um, if you find that post, let me know. Just You can just type in my name and then things that I tagged you in will come up. Please tell me you know my Facebook name. Yeah. No, things that I tagged you in. Yeah, just, yeah, there it is. It says, um, some of you have Nipsey's in your own city that you don't even support. And that is some true shit. That is him. And one um, person said, please tag them if they exist, because I'm highly doubting that, um, doubting that via Richmond, Virginia. And then I tagged, I tagged him, I tagged Nori. And I tagged her name, and she didn't... I don't even think she responded. I don't think she responded at all. And then the other girl said, I couldn't even type it fast enough. And I'm like, they're overlooked because of all the fuckery. And then they didn't even say anything. And you were still overlooked. So I'm like, I don't fucking understand. Like, you will claim that, oh, I'm so pro this, pro that. I support such and such. But in reality, you're just doing what everybody the fuck else is doing. It's following a trend. It's a fucking trend. And these are the people who always say that they're not trend riders. Yeah. Yeah. Making it sad. Did you? Is that an egg? Oh, no, no, no. It's oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. What do you think about the rappers who do not believe that poetry is rap? Yeah, the <laughs> there are rappers out here who do not believe that poetry is rap. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do all that dumb shit. Man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's t- why they, they they so much into cartoon. They're very much so. Um, this is. I I'm gonna tell you guys an example. Um, this was like I think two years ago. I was on Facebook and I can't even remember what the hell we were talking about. It was some dude and I said that poetry was rap and then he said no, it's not. And I'm like, bruh, yes it is. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. And you probably, yeah, you probably thinking of that. Yeah, and then I literally named. I literally was. I literally. Yes, bro. Like I, we weren't even Facebook friends. We were just on like a comment, and like it was about rap or something. I don't know. And then when he said that, I literally named Tupac. I named Common. I named Andre 3000. I named like all of the the old rappers. Um, and he shared a link to him his rap thing like his his youtube and i'm like i'm not gonna listen to that shit especially since you just told me that you don't think poetry is rap like what what the fuck (laughs) like i'm sorry i can't i can't i can't fathom how idiotic rap with how idiotic the rap game has become because i i hear like i hear um i don't know if you guys ever i've got i fucking love her because she raps and She's amazing. Like, she's like, you know, the whole stripper turn rapper thing is starting to become a thing. Rennie Rucci, um, she was in an interview, and in an interview, they asked her, like, what do you think about how hip hop is today? And she said, it's good because you can express yourself. That's great and everything. However, like, if you're expressing nonsense, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, rap was based upon things. Rap was based upon the struggle. Rap was based upon poetry. Rap was based upon things that actually meant something, and now it's just being taken into something that's nothing. And that's the reason why there are a lot of people out here. Yeah, like fucking uh blah blah blah. Sorry. Wine ranting. Um Do you have anything to say about that? Because I just kinda like spoke over you, sorry. You basically said it all, man. People take rap to a different level now. Yeah. That guy he probably I don't know what he thinks. Them artists is artists. Artists. Poets. Poets, rap is poetry, and he said nowadays, it wasn't. It's, 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 nowadays, no, no, you don't see, you don't see pictures no more. When the rapper is like telling them the story, you don't see that shit. I mean, I wouldn't. This is this Especially is. Yeah. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I, this is the thing. I would not say, cause poetry comes in different forms. Okay. There's the the poetry that flows and rhymes. There's the poetry that is just noise, and uh, unfortunately, they're noise. And they're the the poems that are just boom, boom, bang, bang, pow, pow, and it doesn't rhyme. It just makes a bunch of noise, which is not something that we need right now because our young people. I work with kids. Um, our young people are listening to this and they're thinking, oh man, I want to be a part of that. Let me do it. And then they do it. And then it's just like, they end up in shit situations because rap is not like, rap is not what it used to be. Rap is now just like bullshit. Like, I hate to say that, but it's fucking bullshit. But anyway, sorry. Um, (laughs) with that being said, what message do you have for young people, for the young Crowd, the the youngers, the the millennials. Well, we're, we're millennials. The minis, the boo boo babes. Do I have? Yes. I'll just say dream big and work hard. Can you say that loud to the people? Who... Dream big and work hard. Yes. At anything you do. All things are possible if you dream. Everything big and work is hard. possible. Everything. And don't let them think. Don't let them tell you not. That's bad. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. <laughs> that was in the middle of I was talking. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. She had too many wines here. I had like three cups earlier. Oh, yeah. Three or four. Um, yes. But yeah, I would tell them to dream big, work hard. Don't ever let nobody tell you you can't do something. Because it can be done. And that's with anything. Been a rapper, basketball player, football player, doctor, lawyer, judge, anything. Even if you want to run for president. for this interview. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Jamari, for helping with the questions and things. I'm going to allow him to tell tell you about um, just promote himself a bit more. Like again, my name is Nori. Y'all can find my Instagram at IamNori underscore Snapchat, who is Nori? Facebook, Nori Hammond. Um, Download Name Street on all platforms. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, everything. We out here.